Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Four Color Ultrasound, episode 17. I am your host, Dieter. With me tonight is Mike. Mike. Tonight and every night, it's <laughs> Mike. And every night. You're I was going to say Mike. that again this time. <laughs> Mike all in your ear. And uh, yeah, it's the only way you can take it in, right? But uh, yeah, we're just two friends. We read comic books. We like to read them, uh, the same comic books. But even more so, we like to discuss those comic books together. So we decided to take our show on the road. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> While sitting in our houses. <laughs> While sitting in the, our houses and uh, talking about these books, but opening it up to the biggest audience we know, the podcasting <laughs> audience of none. Of none. Uh, there's a couple out there, you know. I think we're getting a, a fan club soon, I heard. Ooh. Maybe. There's a there's enough there's a demand for there's that. There's a demand for fan club. <laughs> yeah, the hype is real. Look into Who told it you for, that you? <laughs> look into it for yourself, Mike. If it's, it's we'll give the information out right at the top of the show. Who, right. who wants to look into it? You got it? No, did what? I throw you no. off that hard? Is that no? what you're doing there? I thought you were yeah. doing, doing some of the bit here. No, I'll do. I got all the bits you need, but all you right. got the information uh, on how people are going to reach Twitter? us. At four us number four. You can email us at gmail, uh, sorry, at fourcolorultrasound at gmail.com. Again, the number four. Or you can reach us on Instagram with fourcolorultrasound.com. But that time, it's spelled out just to be confusing. Fans of the show will be like, oh, look at these guys. They're like pushing it earlier and earlier. We used to get, not give out the information. That was at the end of the show. That I'd like try to work it into the first issue. <laughs> but as you can tell, I wasn't ready. <laughs> I didn't realize that's what we were doing. Now it's right at the this? top of the show. It's like, give it to well. me. Oh. <laughs> The show, the whole show's off the cuff, Mike. There's no planning. I can't be like, hey, <laughs> be ready to give the information out. You Can anybody tell that there's no planning? Uh, speaking of planning, let's just get right into it. Uh, the Joker, number one. Year of the Villain, Year number of the one. Villain, number one. You think this is going to, like, we've been reading a lot of these Year of Villain one-shots, right? And they all kind of have something do, to do with the overall narrative of what's been going on. But this book does not deliver on that front interestingly well, enough though Maine. well before we get into it written by the legendary john carpenter and anthony birch though so it's kind of like you know what carpenter floated some ideas but <laughs> birch kind of made it into a comic book yeah the cover says a frightful tale brought to you by the legendary john carpenter but it doesn't say and anthony birch yeah, no, they don't you don't get that until you get the actual credits and then the pencils by philip tan familiar that's a DC stable guy, right? He's yep. in there. I can't remember the last one he did, but I know the name. I don't know. But then you got like a whole bunch of people fucking coloring this thing. <laughs> you got Mark Deering, Danny Meeky, Jonathan Gallopin, and Tan, Philip Tan on colors. Or on inks. On inks, yep. And then just one guy doing the colors. But that's a shit ton of people doing inks. What do you one, two, three, four people? Well, there's a lot of inking to do on here, so I'm curious. Do you think it's, you know, page, they do half a page, and then half a page, or is it page by page? I have no idea how it works. That would be a good segue to have people contact us as well. That would have been a good segue. Please let us know. This is really cool, because there's a lot, a lot of, the art's really great in this. There is, and they do that thing that I like, but we'll talk about that once we get into it. This kind of kicks off, I guess we don't have to go page by page, it's a longer one, yeah. This is like a... How many pages was this guy? 35? Yeah. So just about a little bit longer than your normal book. A one-shot, I suppose. But uh, it starts off with the, like, the Joker what breaking out of Arkham. Yep. 
right away. And he's got like this guy with him. And this is just the introduction of what the Six of Diamonds. Who was it? Six of Hearts, I think. Six of Hearts. Yep. And uh, is he real right off the bat? Do you think this guy really exists? I don't or know. Is it all, I think so. Is it in the Joker's head? I would say he would. <clears throat> I was I I read it as though he existed. I think he just he's lost his mind. He doesn't know if he exists. Okay, so yeah, I kind of read it that way too. Like, because it was weird. Yeah, they do like when they mentioned Bane. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, because he's like, but the way he just was like, I guess I was always here. Just the way he said that kind of threw me for a loop. Right? He's like, how long? He's like, how long? Since when did you get here, or whatever? How long have you? <clears throat> our Joker asked him, "How long have you been there?" The, the whole, whole time, time, I think. I think that was what Neat. threw Jeremy me for a loop. Yeah, and then it's like he's just. It seemed like kind of like it was either. I got a lot of like face club or fight face club, club. Fight, <laughs> face, fight club. club. <laughs> face club face club. It's a good band's playing in face club, but uh, fight club and also American Psycho. Like, there's that part where like they kill that dog, and then that gun appears. Like that kind of reminded me of that where Bateman's trying to put that cat into that ATM machine, <laughs> and like he has the gun. Like, so we can like describe what's happening or just <laughs> nah, just jump around. Just jump around. No. So anyway, yeah, it if you want yeah, so it's the Joker has this guy with him, the six of hearts. He's somebody he broke out of prison with somebody in his gang. And uh, the Joker takes a liking to him for no reason other than like he enjoys his backstory, which is he's in an abusive family relationship, right? Yep. And so they go out and uh they end up stopping at a a convenience store gas station. That's the best. The condiment king. He's in a convenience. They go to a convenience store, and the condiment king comes in to rob the convenience store. Empty your pockets, you saucer simpletons! And everything he does is a uh, a uh, condiment pun. If right. I mayo, introduce myself, I am the vinaigrette of violence, the sriracha of sin. Uh, I love the condiment king. So even before that, I guess, like right where the condiment king shows up, going back, uh, what do you think of John Carpenter's Joker? Do you think because he is kind of he tries to make him like you know that little bit crazier than the most jokers but yeah. he kind of also does the thing that Snyder did with his joker where he makes him kind of like the homosexual undertones like even on this scene he's like he needs to get weirder we need to get kinkier oh, yeah. you know yeah. and there's a couple references about mm-hmm. like sexual ambiguity ambiguity ambu- i can't even say it ambiguity ambu- ambiguity thank you where else was there because i remember that one but <clears throat> When he talks about, like, doing his mom and stuff like that, he's obviously not. Oh, but then I think there's another one, too, where uh, he he says something to the Six of Hearts, right? Yep. When he's, like, more of the rock. But anyway, that's what gets after. So the Condiment King would have got away with it if it wasn't that he was trying to stick up uh, the Six of Hearts. And that's where you kind of get his character thing. Is like he's just a, a pushover, right? He doesn't stand up for himself. That was his past, too. Like, he never stood up to himself. But then when he did, his mom was all upset. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he killed his dad, right? Yep. <clears throat> he beat and the his... Yeah, yeah you're insane for killing your father that, like, beat us all the time. But So, you think the... you think he kills the Joker, kills the Condiment King, but they obviously put that word bubble there and, like, to reassure you, he's not dead. <laughs> oh, of course. But he, spray, he just well, he sprays him with mustard, right? His mustard gun. Well, no, he has the gun. He shoots him. Yeah, but it's a it's a con- he's the comic king, so he's got it's all it's all uh, 
It's all um, ketchup and mustard and whatnot. No, but I thought the Joker shot him with a real gun, but he just shot like the tank or whatever. He didn't actually shoot because Joker has a real gun. He doesn't use. Yeah, yeah but he has he has the uh, Conan King's gun in his hand, and he shoots him with that, and he just splorch with all the mustard shooting up all over the place. Oh, it is his gun. Yeah. Then he has a real gun in his hand after that. Yeah, he has a real gun. He has his own gun, but he he oh, just shot okay. him with the Conan King gun, and the Conan King's lying there all faking his death or something. Splorch. Splorch. That's awesome. So and then they buy some Batman and Robin costumes because why not, right? Just why not the Batman and Robin uh, sixty six costumes? Yeah, so they tur- it turns into like <laughs> a Joker. Joker is Batman, and the Six of Hearts is now the new Robin. But he's like super emo, hella down on it. Like he never smiles. Like he's hella I don't know. And that's where they end up. Then they do the cl- they climb up the wall <laughs> and then Batman sixty six style. Yeah, which is pretty great. The only thing that was better than that would be if if they were faking it and doing it on the they should have been doing it on the ground, and like somehow flip the panel, so they weren't really walking up the wall but just pretending to. You know the old uh, the joke yeah. from the old show. Oh, like yeah, on the okay on the sidewalk. On the, the sidewalk, right? Yeah. It's always the people sticking their heads out of the floor. <clears throat> I mean, it's an old joke, but it would have worked here. So then it turns into like you know, the Joker trying to say like oh we like they're they're saying this guy's a criminal just walking his dog. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, the line that we don't never cross, we're never going to murder anybody. But then, like, he's all of a sudden, like, he's got a gun. <laughs> Joker goes, he's got a gun, shoots the guy. He goes, the like, dog also has a gun, he shoots the dog. And murders the dog, and then he's, like, saying, but you said, like, we're not going to kill anybody. He's all, but it was down to me or you. You know, that's the tough choice that yeah. superheroes have to make. And it's obviously the Joker's just insane, but, like, yeah. I like how he's like, well, did the dog really have a gun? And, like... That's where it just appears like the dog did have a gun. Like he wasn't going to shoot him. <laughs> dog is going to shoot him. But more on the art, like the framing, the yeah. paneling with the, throughout the whole issue is the laughing. I like how the panels like change into it, like from regular. With all the ha-has all around it, like kind of yeah. like Thorn, Rose and Thorn. But I like how it like creeps in too, like how it's yeah. at the beginning you see it's like a normal framing device and then it changes to the, the laughing. So maybe that's all the inking they had to do. Why is that the lettering? Those are letters. Well, who draws the framing device? I don't know. It would be the uh, inker, the uh, pencil, right? (coughs) Yeah, so I think that somebody had to draw the framing and then somebody had to ink all that stuff. I don't think the letterer did that. No, no. The letterer does the, the, I'm pretty sure the letterer does all the boxes, the word bubble, the word bubbles or word boxes, and and they're responsible for when it's round and squiggly or you know um, what style the letters are in right yeah it's good stuff though more in the art but then like, yeah I mean you want to keep going through this one like not much more happens like it just gets more <laughs> weird wacky. with the Enchanter showing up yeah the Enchanter shows up and he has like obviously like you know She's making fun of me type of deal going on, where it's like he's just imagining it all. Yeah. Because, right? like, she just gave him a look. Because, like, this is that whole thing where it gets all weird and, like, sexual. Like, the Joker's like, oh, you want to bang the Enchantress, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. And then what, do, like, what she has a plan that's, like, not anything to do with them. Correct. And then they're like, she's like, stay out of my way, but they just don't. Because they're playing heroes at the moment. Same way that um, 
Although the villains are playing heroes in Bane's world, Bane's Gotham, but poorly. Yeah. I'm not sure what her plan is. But then, uh, <laughs> That's what I mean. I really tuned out when it got to this whole part with the Enchantress, and I was just like, I don't know. And then, like, she, I told you, and, like, she tries to kill them, but then doesn't. Two hours later, it ended. <laughs> and it's like, I told you to stay out of my way. And then she's like, but you'll all survive this day. Yep. I shall release you. But, like, what was she doing? Like, what was she trying to I, do? Honestly, after? like you said, I, I tuned out there also. Okay, but yeah, and then like he kills his entire gang. He's like, no, nobody's gonna bend to your. I'd rather. So what she was gonna do, he does anyway. The yeah. Joker, but he saves the. This his Robin. Like six of Hearts. Yep. And. Uh, that's what like. I don't then they go to a a, a a um diner. And start drinking milkshakes. You told me like nothing like this is just <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> It is like it just plays out like even more so like like it is just like it turns it's like it was supposed to be a Joker book, but it turned into like a Joker being Batman book, but it was really about like mental illness and how yep it was more of like a Robin book, but it was never the real I don't know it's just a strange I was excited I guess for the John Carpenter book, yeah. and I thought maybe my expectations were too high. Like real, you expect like a real horror or something? Yeah, like yeah. not like a speaking on like ripped from the headlines. There's mental illness about, and people should take care of it in proper channels. <laughs> <laughs> but those proper channels often don't exist, so this is what we end up with. And it's like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, the part where, because earlier on he says like, oh, my mom sucks or whatever. And the Joker's like, yeah, she sucks. Right? They make Uh like a big deal out of that. Later on when he's like away from the Joker and he goes to check on his mom, I honestly thought like she was going to be giving the Joker a (laughs) blowjob. See, I never thought that. (laughs) I did. I was like, oh, man. Like when he was like like looking into the like creeping, he's like, mom, what? I was like, oh, my God. Like because he hella pointed out how she sucks, right? Joker's totally be going like this is gonna be crazy, like from The Shining where like that bear is blowing that guy in that room, right? But yep. okay. that's not what happened at all. No. Well, it goes to the point where the whole thing is he's supposed to be insane, the Joker. <clears throat> and if he was Simple. insane, yeah. he wouldn't have been able to focus on the story that Six of Hearts told, right? And but but he did. He listened to every detail, and he knows what Six of Hearts is going through. And so he knows how to fuck with them is to by go to mess with the mother. So he says he listened to every word they said about her, remembered it all. So he could do this. He's sane. So the idea is supposed to go through the Joker really isn't crazy. He is sane. He just does evil shit. But I don't know. I don't know why being insane would mean he wouldn't remember the story. I don't know either. That's something you'd have to ask John Carpenter. Right. That's what they're going with. If he's insane, he can't remember the story. Well, yeah, but he always knows that he's not telling the truth. That's why I don't buy it with the Joker. Like, it's always like, all his stories, like, well, that one's not, maybe it's this one or that one. Like, he always seems to, like, know which ones, he knows he has the truth, but he just doesn't share it. So is he truly insane? Or is he just, like, doing fucked up stuff all the time? Yeah, I guess it's, what is insane versus just being evil, right? 
it's that whole thing like somebody that was truly insane wouldn't know they were insane. I think the yeah. Joker has a pretty good idea that he's insane. If you're doing this, like I said, now he beats the hell out of it with a crowbar, referencing well, the last time before he beats that, with a crowbar. Though, before that, that was the other weird sexual part I was talking about where he's getting... So the Robin guy's choking him out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. And like Joker tells him to choke him harder. Yep. And he's like, what? And he like backs up. But like, there's a meme about like Darth Vader doing that. Like, or choking somebody, and the guy's like, harder, harder, daddy, or something like that. And <laughs> really, I've never seen Vader's that. like, what? Like, and like, <laughs> stops choking him. He's like, nothing. Like, so, like, I don't know. Like, I thought of that right away. That's funny. So, whatever's there really was meant to, or you just saw it because of that meme. Yeah, maybe. But, like, yeah, he tells Joker asks him to choke him harder when he's trying to, like, kill him, and that, like, yeah. makes him back off. And that's what ends up getting him beaten, like, Jason Todd. And uh, like a reference that's been done to death, right? <laughs> the crowbar murder. But he doesn't murder him. Nope. And somehow he walks out under his own strength. Somebody gets up, yeah. He's like, everything's broken. And the Joker broken. skips away. Yeah, I don't, yeah, the Joker just leaves. That has nothing to do with the year of the villain. <laughs> no. The Joker's like a cop in Gotham right now. He's not Batman. Yep. So I don't know. I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, it was. I mean, like like the art's cool and the the, the disturb some of the disturbing parts with the dog. I thought were were good for it. Um, that whole thing at the end that we beat the hell out of him. But like you said, overall, what what was the story? I'm not sure what they were getting out there. I don't know. Like I said, I think it was more of like a. I don't know, like, how much can you really get it across if you're only allowed to write, like, 30 pages yeah. worth of comic, right? Mm -hmm. And you've never written one before. And you're just like, well, I like this stuff. He seemed like just, hey, I like these ideas. And the other guy was like, okay, yeah, we'll turn, oh, yeah, sure. I'll write that for you. Your name's going to be first on the credits, right? <laughs> so, yeah, Bert, that's what Bert did. He added all the uh, the sadomasochism sexual references. <laughs> oh. Carpenter like did a double check what the story was. Hey, did you do what I said? Yeah, I did, sir. All right, thanks. I'm gonna tell you one way to spice this book up, Carpenter. <laughs> Let me tell you, we're gonna put in a bunch of weird sexual references. More that we don't... choking. More choking. More homosexuality. More bisexuality. Whatever you want, we're gonna put it in there. It'll really open up to the kids. <laughs> It'll open it up to the kids. Yeah. Does this have like a mature rating on it? Because Shirzel would hope. Well, rated T for teen. Yeah. For no, that for cool. that information, I think we should definitely uh, judge this cover by its story. <laughs> and as you see on this cover, that we're going to judge by the story. Uh, yeah, it is rated T for teen, and I don't remember Joker doing any Hamlet. So. <laughs> he did not do any Hamlet. He did not. Even, I guess he killed a couple people, but he... But he looks like he's in like the up. Phantom of the Opera, like Tuxedo, because I don't remember, Hamlet didn't wear a Tuxedo either, so I don't know what they're doing with this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Is he pointing out how here. like his yeah. teeth are so much bigger than the skeleton's <laughs> teeth? Like, but <laughs> the skeleton's like, jealous. It's not really that bad of a cover. It's actually really cool looking. Oh yeah, it's a great looking cover. It just, I don't know how it relates to the story itself, except it's Crazy Joker. Yeah, he's just, you don't know what's going to happen. Does you don't he, know what to expect that. inside this book. What do you, Is that the Joker's new logo where he has like the little spade in his J? I guess, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's just for this book or they're going to do that more often. 
there's some kind of cool joke like you know how they when they announce characters in the book they're yeah. like look out it's the and they always put it like in their cool font mm-hmm. i always thought it was like that green and purple crazy lettering but yeah i don't really like this font it's kind of james bond like i guess with the tuxedo yeah yeah they did put birch's name on the cover there Birch is on the cover but did you but not underneath that frightful tale brought to you by the legendary john carpenter yeah not there and then and it, it's under Carpenter, but he could have been an inker. He could have been a penciler. Yeah, we, inker. Don't, we don't know what he's doing on this cover. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's good stuff. Because, yeah, I didn't pick it up. I didn't look at it and go, oh, Carpenter and Birch are writing this. But it's a good one. You would be like, you know, wow, what is going on? I don't know what to expect in this. Yeah. I don't know what the Joker's going to be doing in this book based on this cover. You'd be right. So it is a good one. Uh, for the art alone, I think it's worth reading. And if you like disturbing uh, <laughs> imagery and violence, it's got that. Yeah, it does. It doesn't progress the character of the Joker anywhere, though. It doesn't... It tells you he's sane, but I don't know why. Meh. 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 Speaking of that, to segue into... Speaking of eh, what about Event Leviathan, number five? (laughs) So Uh, was eh just Event Leviathan, or was eh your uh, review of it? It was a review and a segue. There you go. It was eh, and then we segued into Event Leviathan <laughs> by Brian Michael Bendis and uh, Alex Marlev on the art. Uh, he does all the art. Yep. He's just he's the man. Everything. So we can, you know what? Shout out to J- Josh Reed on the letters then. How about that? <laughs> he does the art and the cover. So because of that, <laughs> you have to name more than two people. I'm always like complaining about like ah there's too many credits on this book and then I get to a book with two credits I'm like let's go let's put a third in there what do you think <laughs> what do you say not enough so you remember what's been happening with this book remember how much I cared last time about the car they were driving <laughs> yep they bring the car back up in this book by the way they so do bring like, the car did I tell you I asked him about the car <laughs> I went on Instagram and asked about the car yeah you said you got a smiley face I got a smiley face back. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, I'm just happy for that, but they did it to uh, go back and give an explanation. I don't know if it was like, wow, that's too uh, nerdy even for us or what. Wow, losers get a life. <laughs> a loser, because it was just probably your name attached to it. That's awesome. No, it's the uh, four color ultrasound. Yeah, but he doesn't know what that is. Yeah, he does. He probably listens. He listens to it right now. That's why they brought up the car again. They're like, we better put that shit back in the book. It's really pissing this one guy off. <laughs> Because Where's this one guy who has a total of 105 followers on Instagram and nothing on uh, Twitter? He's got real influence. Let's really ruin this guy's one day out of the month. <laughs> so, speaking of, so they get, you get a little recap of all these people involved, eh? Yep. And, and a really uh, cool splash page. I like it. Talia, for other reasons, that's a really good draw, like painting or drawing or however, like that Talia picture in the front. It's really good. But, uh. Yeah, it is. For other reasons other than just this page, I was like, what did... Ha- Remember when I told you she got thrown off that... Back in that Superman event Leviathan one shot? Mm-hmm. I re- went back and re-looked at that. She got... Superman saved her on the next page. Oh. I didn't realize that. Uh-huh. So, she is still alive, yep. by the way. Okay. That's good to but, know. But what about Maxwell Lord? I don't remember what happened to him. He was never everyone's pain in the ass. Was he ever in book. this? What? He was never in this before. 
This is another thing where they just introduce like another character like at the beginning. Was he not in any of the others? Did they not mention him before? As a possible uh villain? No. And I don't remember the last the the last time I saw him I remember was in the Justice League Suicide Squad, which totally messed me up because I forgot there was like that Justice League that we didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> Before Snyder started uh-huh. writing, just, I totally forgot. <laughs> I forgot that also. Yeah, I was like, I was like, but then I was like, well, that's why Justice League is only on number thirty-three because there was that shitty one beforehand, <laughs> that really terrible one. They just restarted it. Yep. Yeah, and it was a Justice League uh, versus Suicide. It was the first event in Rebirth, and we read that. Remember that one? Yep. Vaguely, he was in that. Okay. And he was at the end because he was behind everything, and. uh but the last page, remember when Waller was like, Task Force 11, that was yeah. the big reveal? Oh, yeah, 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 which they never did much with. Well, then again, I didn't read the last Suicide Squad, so. Well, he was supposed to be in that because, yeah. and then the thing he was doing in that book was, uh, he found that, like, that diamond that, like, made the world unite. Oh, yeah. And then he has mind control. But then the thing is, is in this book, like, they start talking about Maxwell Lord, like, right off the bat. They're like, is it Maxwell Lord? And they're like, oh, everybody thinks it's that guy. But she <laughs> says most of the internet thinks it's Max. So I think it's just, like, put in there as a joke. Actually, right? yes. You know what? Because there's, uh, on Twitter, people kept talking to uh, Brian Michael Bennis about who it is and giving their their guesses. So that's probably just what that is. Because everyone, that stuff, the internet thinks it's him. So they just throw all, him in there. All that stuff was before Bendis. Yep. And if he's just like picking up that thread of that story and like if this is Maxwell Lord and it really was like you never had any guess until cuz it does fit a lot like if he escaped from Waller. Uh-huh. But then where's that whole story? And if it really is that's going to be the answer where they're like, "Well, here's something you never knew." Cuz I don't know, I forget what organization he was running. It might be because he said something about it being uh, very similar to the um, Agatha Christie novels and all the Columbo and all that kind of stuff. And very often those things ended with there's no way for you to figure out who it was. And he introduced someone at the end. So I'm really surprised that's what he did. Because uh, it almost uh, sounds like that's what it is at the end of this. Well, but then, like I said in the beginning, where he's like, he just dismisses it and says like half the internet thinks that like yeah. I think that's like a dismissal of like well that is pretty good because it does fit but like I'm hoping he's like but I didn't have anything to do with that and this is my book so it's not like I really hope it's not yeah no I, I think it's just him joking with everybody online most of the internet also thinks it's Mac Ward but no okay well this one picks up where like we said they're talking about who it could be who's Leviathan right oh my god nobody knows but uh Lane, Lois Lane showed up to the other team of detectives and uh, they were like, hey, guess what? It's your dad. And she's like, no, no, it's <laughs> not my be. dad. But then there's also this part in here where like they talk about the car, right? Yep. Oh, because oh, she's like, she brings up Smallville. First of all, she's like Smallville. Yeah, that's kind of frustrating. And then it's like, who's Smallville? Who is it? And that's like, it's this damn talk, right? The Bendis talk and all that yeah. stuff. Like, But anyway. Why is she calling him Smallville? Like, they're not going to be able to figure... They're all detectives, right? Uh-huh. So, I mean, they might figure this out someday. But then the the other thing is like, all right, Batman. 
where are you, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden she's like, oh yeah, I stole Batman's car. But that's Bruce Wayne's car. No, it's Batman's car. It's... His... Oh, sorry. No, it's not. It's that damn you're Valkyrie. Right. No, 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 no. I, I'm like, or the I'm Lamborghini. Like, I think you're saying that's Clark Kent's car. I'm like, wait, no, no. It's Bruce... Who is Bruce Wayne remember... again? Even oh, was it Bruce Wayne, Batman, Clark Kent, Superman? I got a deer. And then, but do you but even yes, remember no. when Silencer was like, "She's leaving Bruce Wayne's man." No, you're manor. right. It's Bruce Wayne's car. But that was the like. Even think back to that. There were Silencer, who she was talking on the radio to. She was like, "They're leaving Bruce Wayne's manor." Like Talia <laughs> knows it's Batman. Why isn't she telling Silencer that's Batman's house? But anyway, she says that's bat- like when everybody's like, "That's Batman's car." You stole Batman's car. Uh, who is it? Constantine says it. Yep. Bullock's like looking at the license plate. <laughs> like he's like, wait a minute. This is Bruce Wayne's light. Like, I don't know. It just seems, I know it's something not to get worked up about, but it's like. <laughs> well, Bullock has never been a good detective. I don't know why he's part of this group. <laughs> he's always sucked. The only thing he, was bitch about Batman. Why do you think Batman had to be there? But then Batman's talking through the car, too. Like, it yeah. is my car. Like, yeah, I have a Lamborghini. Batman drives a Lamborghini. <laughs> or Aston Martin, Aston Martin Valkyrie that there's only five of. They sold one to Bruce Wayne and Batman, by the way. I hope you didn't. In the same town. <laughs> Sorry, that's so, that's so hilarious. I never thought. I didn't even think of that while reading this. <laughs> Bruce Wayne can never drive this car again. They'll be like, whoa, he's yeah. got Batman's car. <gasps> yes, I did. <laughs> Two of those five cars ever built. In the same yeah. town. I can't believe we never see him at the same time. Do they go to car shows? Does Bruce Wayne go to car shows and like display his <laughs> rare? But anyway, so they're like basically, yeah, Lane, it is your dad. All our sleuthing has led us to your dad. But you need to confront him because we're all scared of your dad. <laughs> well, he's in a bed. Well, I guess he's not really in the bed in their mind, right? Well, he, but still, they as soon as they get there, like he's got a gat right underneath his yeah. sheets. <laughs> he's, he's strapped. You yep. know what I mean? So good... Good reason to be afraid. But it turns out it's not her dad. What a he's shock. just he's just uh down for the cause. Turns out all the detectives are useless, like I said. Yeah, that's right. You're right. They're all useless because <laughs> they're like, oh shit, it's this guy. And they're like, no, it's not. And they're like, shit. So so we're supposed to take the beginning as them confirming that nobody else is it. <laughs> but then when they say that it's definitely um Lois Lane's dad, Sam Lane. Are we supposed to uh, think, realize, wait a minute, they have absolutely no clue what they're talking about, so it still could be one of those people? That they confirmed it wasn't? <laughs> right? Like, I can't take, I can't take their, uh, their word for that now. You can't take their word for anything. They don't know shit. <laughs> they can't even tell that Batman's car it was Bruce Wayne's car. I know, they're like, they're like the worst, and Zatanna's like had a relationship with Bruce, like with Batman and Bruce, like... And she's leading up the squad here. And she can't point that out. She's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I've never seen Batman drive this thing. That's Bruce Wayne's car. And while we're on the subject, doesn't everybody just know? Like, she could just bring it up. Like, why do they keep him as... Like, Batman's secret identity is the worst secret identity in all of DC. <laughs> it's like everybody knows, but, like, nobody wants to say it out loud. They're just scared, I guess. Afraid so. he'll beat the hell out of them. So then why does... uh? Why does the Leviathan soldier show up to take Sam Lane, but he doesn't? That's what I don't understand. The one they because could shot it was the right time in the story for them to show up to tell you that Sam Lane was not part of them. But he says he agrees with them, so that's what I don't get. Like, <laughs> I agree with them, but I'm going to shoot them anyway. Yeah, he, so Sam Lane's killing the Leviathan guys. Yep. Even though 
why does it, she says, why does everybody think you're Leviathan? Because I know Leviathan is right. So they come to get him. But he's like, nah, you ain't taking me alive, Kappa. He like blast that one dude right in the dome. Well, I mean, Leviathan is right in why they're doing what they're doing, but he doesn't want them to be doing what they're doing. Or is that, I mean, is that all it is? We'll get to that in a second, I suppose, because that's like one of my main questions I have for you at the end of this book. Uh, so they get transported out to the middle of like what? Snow, the Alps. Snowman's ticket. That's what he says. It's all in Snowman's ticket. Oh yeah. But he's dead, right? Uh, they're indicating he might be, yeah. Okay. Who knows? Yeah, because she's holding him in the snow out in the mountains. And she looks like she, either she's crying or the snow is covering her face, you know. Water there. It looks like she's crying. So it looks like he's dead. So, yeah. Okay, so then it cuts back to, you know, where Superman, it left off with Superman and Plastic Man being confronted. Back in Chicago, yep. when they were on their way to go get Batgirl, right? Yep. And uh, Leviathan reveals itself. We are Negan. I mean, we are no, Leviathan. <laughs> we are Negan. <laughs> I wish he said that. We are Negan. <laughs> oh my god. It was Negan the whole time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wasn't at the end of Walking Dead. Oh, no, don't break. They never. St- never <laughs> Sorry. I never sewed that one up. Damn it. But I, well, I guess they did. They were like, somebody's taking the supplies, right? Yeah. You never see them again. Nope. So, I don't, anyway. That's, <laughs> that's for another show, Mike. <laughs> for another show. I don't care. It was a great book. So, what is it? What, what does Leviathan want to do? We don't know yet. We'll no, he next. says it like right here. This is what he's like. This is the thing. Like. We got rid of all the espionage, right? Yep. Because basically what we found, and then we found out that, you know, there's plans to stop your son. Yep. Now, why would you want to be a part of a world that would, like, have a contingency plan for something that could possibly happen? Like, they don't want a world with contingency plans? Like, what is... (laughs) What is he saying? He's an alien, like... They just want to trust everybody? Ultimate trust? Well, what is there? Well, because he, it, to me, it looks like he's talking about all secret identities. He doesn't want any secret identities at all. So it seems yeah. like it's going for basically civil war. Oh. Is that like some internet theory as well? Or nope. did you come up with that? I'm just taking, I'm saying it based on this. Because he talks about it. <clears throat> he says, uh, uh, where does it say here? I don't know. Later on, he talks, talk, talks about nobody knowing who anybody is. Right? And that's, that's a problem. And he goes, well, what about your mask? Yeah, you're right. I'll show you who I am. Sure, there should be no secrets. Right? Yeah, but that's all, I didn't secret, get that. This entire event has been about truth. We got No, but I saw the secrets as like, it's getting rid of every, they're saying, yeah, like, well, that's what I mean. Like, what is he... I don't understand what he's saying wrong. You're saying it's that everybody has an identity. A mask is a secret. The entire event is about truth. We got rid of the spies because the First Order business is no more secrets. Yeah, but it's just like... But 
then they want uh I mean it may, might just be a side effect of what he's doing cuz like I say he, he wants no secrets in general like you have, you've got all the secret organizations that really run everything and what are they really doing leave everything out in the open let everybody in the country know what's happening so you don't have your government you know running everything without you knowing what they're doing And then he's just saying that, like, well, that's... And the only reason why you don't want to change is because you're afraid of how to make that change? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess. It just got really weird. And then the whole thing with this manhunter now, all of a sudden... Again, how a, great detec- what great detectives they are. They're sitting here realizing, wait a minute. Your staff manhunter is the exact same color as uh, the blue light that the technology used the, that these group was using. It must be a manhunter. That's basically what Robin's saying. Yeah, and she wasn't. She was their mole, right? She's the mole that was in there. Yep. But now then, she's uh, like, "Let me get out of the car. Like, uh, let me out." So I don't know if she was the mole or she was. They were trying to steal her technology, or she, or she sees that the table's turning on her, so she just knows, like, oh, instead of explaining myself, I'm, I'm just gonna leave. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're hinting that it's a different, it's an older, one of the original Manhunters. Might be the one that who's Leviathan is. Which really is then a reveal of someone we've never seen before. In this entire story. Even in Superman. But then, then like, well, the reveal is Talia is back. She was the one working with uh, Silencer. Yep. That was watching over everything. And she's going to stop Manhunter now. Yep. And then, so she's already onto the, she's already in the know, but this kind of clears her from being Leviathan, which I guess we already knew, right? Because yeah. she already was Leviathan. That'd be a terrible reveal. It would have been horrible. The it's per- <laughs> you know the person it was before. It was the whole time. You, well, I guess how, how else do you hide in plain sight, right? That's the best way of doing it, right? Because well, it can't be her. Because why would you hide her face? Because we know she's Leviathan. Well, Jesus, this book is totally accomplishing what it was set out to do, right? Who is it? What is it? What's going on? Is it this person? I don't know. Is it this person? I can't see. Is it that person? That person's been? I thought they were alive. Now they're dead. It's like, one more issue. Just for like, oh. Oh, that's who it is. God damn it. it. God damn it. I I just hope they don't go the secret identity route. Not even because Marvel did it in in a huge, huge way and turned everything. I just like. The secret identity thing. As dumb as it is for, in reality when you try to think about it, like you said with the whole car thing, it is freaking right. stupid. It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's always been a part of the superhero thing to me. Yeah. You got to have the... You know what I mean? Because then you open up the discussion of like, who's the... Re- like, is Bruce Wayne the secret yeah. identity? Because Batman's the true... He- like, you know what I mean? That's his true self. Like, Yeah, and then Superman, the secret identity is Superman, not uh, Clark-, Clark Kent and all yeah, that. Right. Yeah, right. So it's like that opens up that kind of discussion to take that all away. It's just like, what's the point? Why does everybody have to not have yep. the no more domino masks? I mean, like, I know. that's half the stuff we bitch about right there. <laughs> it's half the stuff we bitch about, but I don't want to go away because I love it. No. I love the fact wa- that Damien can walk around with just a little mask and be like, I don't know who you are. Because if I'm not gonna... focusing on, like, whose title that car is under and, like, why domino masks, like, fl- maybe I'll end up picking apart real storylines and then everything will fall apart i won't like it <laughs> give like me it. the weird stuff that i could just be like why is this happening so i don't focus on like the real like this doesn't make any sense because i'm more about like oh this car doesn't make any sense but everything else i'll, <laughs> I'll lap that shit up because 
That's a good point about the detectives. We expect them to pick up on the car slip and the Smallville slip, but they look at Batman and standing next to Kid Robin with the domino mask on. And then they look at Bruce Wayne and they look at uh, Damien Wayne and they can't tell the difference. They're not very good detectives in this in this world. Well, did you see Bruce Wayne's got an illegitimate son? It's like, well, did you see Batman's got a new sidekick? <laughs> They're exactly the same height. Uh, but nobody ever puts it together. Nobody puts it together, exactly. Those bastards. Speaking of putting stuff together, about putting back together the Super Sons. <gasps> the Super Sons. And Superman number 16, written by, once again, this podcast's favorite, obviously, or that guy just writes a whole lot of books. <laughs> he writes a lot of books now. Brian Michael Bendis, and uh, got David La Fuente yep. as the artist, and uh, Paul Mounts. <laughs> Paul Mounts, your fucking mother. Uh, Paul <laughs> oh Mounts colors. What is with you and uh, and uh, mothers here? I don't know. Because may- maybe I'm like the Joker. I'm just insane. I'm a get your mom to suck me later. <laughs> I don't know. Does your mom listen to this podcast that I fuck up? No. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> thank. Jesus. Well, once she finds out, though, she will be listening. <laughs> She's like, I heard, Mac, I heard I was mentioned in a podcast this week by the ladies down at the hairdresser. <laughs> and I think I'm going to give it a listen. <laughs> You're like, no, mom, don't, please. <laughs> Are you saying it's not a good mention, Michael? Your mom's she sounds just like her, too. She's from the Deep South. From the Deep South, yeah. She talks like uh, Julia Childs. Her, rather than Michael. <laughs> Are you through with the chicken? I don't even know how Julia Childs talks, but that's the best I got. (laughs) There you go. Uh, It's more like the Swedish chef. I'll bork you. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Listening to uh, (laughs) Tell Steve Dave. There you go. There you go. Uh, So, this one. It is like an interlude, right? It's like a little in-betweener, tweener episode. the Super Sun's return. uh, Even though uh, one of them never left. Right? And they were never not sons. <laughs> they were both super as much as they get, and uh, they were both sons this whole time, so I guess... They were both super and sons the entire time. Where did they come back from? What return? <laughs> what return? Anyway, so... Anyway, so, here we go. It starts out with John already talking to... Like, it... You know, you're... I guess he's just going for the feels right off the bat, because I don't think Bendis has written them before, right? It was no. always... So just showing that they did have, before he left, there was a past between Damien and uh, Jonathan. But well, this is start- him as he's trapped, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just, so it's going back further. Yeah. This was like way before he even grew older, right? Yep. He's still young at this when point. When he first left with his grandfather. <clears throat> but that's what I was saying. It was just establishing that there was a past. Yep. Because he didn't write them before, so. But then it goes to now, and it's just... Damien fighting Leviathan, like all by himself. With like, <laughs> like hundreds of Leviathan. Hundreds cronies. of them, where it's like one Leviathan member can take down Superman, and like as we saw, an entire two, an entire team of detectives and an armed uh, General Lane only needed two <laughs> yep, uh, people much. to use their technology, you know, to get rid of. But Damien obviously ca- causing trouble. It's Damien Wayne. He could do anything. I like. He gives them a lot of comedy. Yeah, he does. To both of them. There's, like, mm. this book is kind of made up for the yucks, which is kind of good. I like it. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I'm not going to call you Leviathan. That's a family name. I'm not, there's a, he, first, he yells at Leviathan, calling to them. Then he goes, you hear that? I'm not I'm not calling you Leviathan, Leviathan. 
as he calls them. The cluster of goons instead, right? The cluster of goons, yeah. And then even after he says he's never going to do it, he does call them like Leviathan like three or more, three or four more times (laughs) after that. But uh, they all just teleport out of there. Then he pulls up with them standing right there. And I like the the Leviathan teleport tech. I want it so bad. I mean, I hate it so much. (laughs) It's great. So uh, yeah, and then uh, you get the reveal, right? The the reunion we've all been waiting for. But Jonathan drawn clearly to appear just older, like in this. Like, I don't know. The art is to me, it's very cartoony. Yes, but it's also done like over the top of like make sure Damien is younger and Jonathan is older. Oh yes, uh huh. And I don't know. And then it was just uh, <laughs> more of the uh, hype jokes. Yeah, take it in. It's real. I'll wait. But uh, I like I was just throwing batarangs at him constantly throughout <laughs> the whole... He keeps throwing batarangs at him. And he tells him he just, you know, the short gist of why he's older, because he took so long, you know, with his grandfather in outer space. He went through puberty. Yep. And that was like, what, gold kryptonite? Gold kryptonite? Yep. And he's like, no. He's like, Kryptonian <laughs> puberty? He's like, everybody keeps saying that. It's awesome. Uh, it's like, oh, he's like, Gold kryptonite, is that even a thing? He's like, well, if it is, we don't have any hidden away in the back cave in case of an emergency with other color-coded kryptonites. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> like this, uh... Yeah, the, the cuber, this is, is great, as as uh, Robin is saying to, to, to Superman, or you know, Superboy. Yeah. <laughs> Superman goes, what? Just, David's like, what? They just pass on. <laughs> That's and awesome. Like, it's funny because uh, it's true. You know, and then he refuses the hug. He's like, oh, no, no. Yeah, Superman, and as like, Superboy grabs him, picks him up. <clears throat> yep. Another height joke, right? Well, and not then, only the high joke, like the whole thing, because Damien's like, "Are you so? Why are you so tall? That's not fair. You can't be taller and older than me." And then he goes into, "Wait, did you have puberty before me?" No. And then, I, and, like, more just to back up more sexual humor. Yep. Then it's like, "Did you have? Did you do other things before me?" Like, is he just talking about like beaten cheeks, or is he talking about just like I don't know? <laughs> he like was Saturn girl already. He would know, right? It's in yeah, the future. Exactly. But I don't know, I like that, because that's just the kind of conversation you would have at that age. Right. But yeah, it does embarrass Damien. He's like, damn it. Yeah. So, the, the, then he just... Well, that's great, because, yeah, he does that, right? And he's all embarrassed, and this is Damien's reaction. His reaction is, fucking, you must be Leviathan, then. Like, you can't be older than me, because he doesn't right. want to believe that uh, his friend's older than him and now gone, you know, they're not the same anymore and can't connect the way they used to. And to that extent, I like, uh, so, the Leviathan thing, he's like, oh, yeah, like, my... My dad was telling me that like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. And I really like how Jonathan's like version of his dad is just like this idiot <laughs> oaf, right? Like, I really like how they made that like, because he looks back, like it's a few times on this where it's like through Jonathan's eyes with his dad with Superman. Mm-hmm. Like later on as well, he makes him out the same character. Like he's just like, uh, da, da. <laughs> But he's like, what are you talking about, Dad? He's like, oh, just this new Leviathan. It's an evil organization made of all old ones, plus a bunch of stuff we don't even know yet. He's like, wow, sounds cool. He's like, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, it's just the like, demon goes back to yelling at him, <laughs> you're Leviathan. Yeah, and then he's... So he just like, convinces him otherwise, right? Yeah. You know? And they end up, oh, let's just go double fist some hot dogs. Some... Uh, meat and tube form on top of a gargoyle <laughs> just like good old times i suppose yep and uh so, but there you go olsen's dogs 
Was it Jimmy Olsen's dogs in the past? Like, does his family own a hot dog shop? Is that a reference to something else, or is that... I don't know. Is that... I don't know. I just took it as, like... They always have those staples of yeah. restaurants, right? Well, it's usually uh, a, bel- a big belly bur- burger. Yeah. There's a pizza... There's always, like, the name of the pizza place is always the same, right? Uh, I think so. I forget, though. Like, and then... So, I don't know. I didn't really think about it. But, yeah, if you Maybe we need to read more Jimmy Olsen. That's mm-hmm. Bendis as well, right? No, that's Fraction. That's Fraction, yep. So, I don't know. I don't know, Mike. <clears throat> but, uh... They end up doing, what, some crime fighting together? They decide, like, let's not waste this time we got together. Yep. And this then is the what fir- they used to do, hanging out, fighting... Running yeah. crime, and then he they beat up the Riddler. I think it's the Riddler, but but that's the thing is like, yeah, he's got his old costume on. Like, remember we talked yeah. about that? He's yep. got the old bowler hat again. So this is like the new status quo. Yeah. For the Riddler, that's kind of awesome. And then I like how they save a bunch of cats. <laughs> they a, save a bunch of cats, and then they beat yeah. up a was it a giant robot thing? <clears throat> yeah, like a giant robot head. Yeah. And then uh, Kite Man, who, who makes his yeah. rounds a lot. And I like how, well, the whole time he's just explaining to him, like, how he has this opportunity to fight with the Legion of yeah. Superheroes, right? And, like, he doesn't know whether he's going to do it or not. And uh, the night kind of ends. And uh, the hug was pretty good. Yeah. Damien. The whole thing is Dick, you know, John, John basically trying to get permission from Robin. You know, and he's like, you better go. And not only should you go, you should find out if, like, I can go with you. Yep. Oh, that was the thing. Is there When he asked him, like, is there any bat-themed characters? Did you notice any bat-themed characters in the future? <laughs> he's like, I don't know. Like, I didn't really take... He's like, you didn't see any? <laughs> like, he's, like, really concerned if, like, there was already one, like, yeah. filling that void. <laughs> oh, the, do they have a legion of superheroes bat-themed person on the team? He's like, I don't know. He's like, you couldn't tell? He's like, there's a lot of them. How many? It was a lot to take in. He's like, I can't. <laughs> can't believe you're taller than me <laughs> exactly go back to the taller it's so yeah. great so that's the whole thing is like yeah not only should you go you need to come back and tell me all about it and yeah. like bring me with you because he's like if it was me i wouldn't even say goodbye to anybody yeah. right he uh-huh. would just go 100 percent. Yeah, not even me yeah and so he goes back they part ways and they go back he goes back to the fortress of solitude sorry but then yeah because i just cut you off before but then he yeah because you got to mention again damien's damien's about to leave then quickly runs gives him a hug and runs away I really like that. That's kind of cool. No, I did too. Yeah, so maybe you could put that up on Instagram. That little panel is pretty neat. Yeah. All the feels. All of the feels. All. Speaking of the feels, we had feels not too many episodes ago about Bruce Wayne's destruction of Kalex, right? Yep. And in this issue, I kind of got a feeling of why Bruce Wayne was so quick to destroy that robot. <laughs> 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 Awesome. He, he might have just been waiting for his opportunity yeah, to like, like just I'm going to post that you're right this uh, this is why Batman beat the hell out of Kalex <laughs> because like at first he's like well like what the information you want I'm, you're telling me in all of Kryptonian history there was no mention of time travel well, okay so let's let's go back because so when John comes back he asks <laughs> Kalex he goes hey you're a fancy Kryptonian guy what can you tell me about the 31st century and Kellex with, like you said, a lot of attitude? That information is not a, not available yet, as it has not happened. I figured your father is here. So and he says, "I know." So he's already then there. So, so he's giving. He won't give him information he wants. Instead, he <laughs> offers him information that he's already figured out, right? <laughs> and then, like, just to skip past everything else, I had just to focus on Kellex. He's like, 
intruder alert, unknown presence. And this is like literally, what, 0.2 seconds before this intruder? It's like not even a warning. It's just like a... And then as they've already said, this is our friend. He's like, intruder. He's not doing anything. They're just like, stand down, Calix. It's our friend, you dumbass. Like, you should know this already. So he's not very helpful there. And then the other thing is like, Temporal anomaly detected when it's already like the entire room. This thing, like everybody's looking right at it, and then he's informing them of it. He's and then just it's like, a, a, uh, he doesn't give you any real knowledge. He just uh, tells you what the uh, he's an obvious robot, Mister Obvious Robot. Or... Yeah, it's like just yeah, like the most yeah, it's like <laughs> Captain Obvious. Just like hey, this is going on right now. Because even like the thing was like no longer detected and super. It's like yeah, no shit, asshole. That's why I'm not feeling very well right now, but. I don't know that I just I was like no wonder Bruce Wayne smashed the hell out of this stupid robot. <laughs> Not helping you with nothing. No, that's awesome. But anyway, so he's talking to or to his dad, and uh, you know, kind of saying his mom and dad are both on board. And uh, like we said, Saturn Girl shows up, and this is the like. So she knows like the answer, right? And the answer is yes, obviously, because that's why they keep coming back. And I understand where you, I get where you were saying, like, the stories are already happened, but they're not. Because, like, they can go forward in their future, right? Because not all of the Legion's future has happened. Their stories won't be from the past, right? No, no. But, like, so, so yeah, they, they obviously can travel back and forth. And this is where I'm sure if we look too deeply into it, it's going to fall apart. So is this a Saturn girl that came back in time to ask after already knowing she was sh- he was showing up? Or is this Saturn girl at, at the time frame where he shows up? They bring her the first time, bring him the first time, and lives with them, right? I mean, or is this the Saturn girl that got forgotten in Doomsday Clock? Forgotten <laughs> Doomsday Clock, <laughs> exactly. Like, because you think about it, he goes to the future with them, and that's fine. So, but they've already known he's there. So if they've already known he's there, they I mean they've already lived this whole thing. So they know exactly what's gonna happen every step of the way. So every villain they fight. Are they going to be saying... Up until a point, though, right? Yeah, because he has to go there. If he goes there now, he has to go there when he first joins. Yes. And all that stuff has already happened. But with right? the Because they, when they came to, back they from the future, they were... When they came back from the future, they were like, this is when it finally happened. This is when they decided... Yeah. You're right. So when does the future happen? The future is now. The future is now. Future's what the now. hell does this happen in the comic book? <laughs> it's what the hell am I looking at here? You're looking at now, now. Uh, but so yeah, anyway. so that's like <laughs> I want to read that book, but I, it, I'm very curious how that's addressed, or if it just isn't. I'm like, oh well, we knew you were gonna show up, but now we've wiped our memories and don't know what happens between now and the time we go back in time to come and get you. Yeah, I don't know. And then he points out to his dad, like, you know, you're gonna be gone. He's like, yeah, I could be back in ten minutes. Yep. Right. Because, <laughs> which is true. Like, why are they making such a big deal? All he has to do is return to, like, less than a minute. Like, yep. when he's done doing whatever he does, all he has to do is come back a minute before or after yep. he left. And then it's like, why are you guys so sad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't know. Like, he's going to be like, no, I'll wait 20 years, then come back. 20 years to them, even though it's been 80 to me. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I give don't, them the I don't satisfaction. <laughs> I don't. He's like, I'm going to come back specifically for Christmas. <laughs> That's even it. though I could come back whenever I, I want. Come back anytime I want. <clears throat> I could keep coming back, like you said, at this time. Like, but I'm going to regulate it, right? it to your holidays, to your American holidays, is what I'll. 
Uh, but again, I'm not only am I going to come back at that uh, on the, only on the holidays. I'm going to wait my time till I'm older, and I don't even remember our conversations. But show up at your holidays, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't. I don't get it. Or is he just going to like? I don't know. Is he just going to fuck with them and come back every few minutes? And he's older and older and older and older. Hey, watch yeah. me age right in front of you. Right. Uh-huh. I'm. You're getting younger, and I'm getting older. And it's like you're going to see your first son die before you do. <laughs> You're going to watch your child die. I've hated you guys forever. You have to watch me die within the next hour. Now you're going to see me age infinitely, and I'm just going to come back right before I'm about to die. And then you're going to see that, and you're going to be like, damn. <laughs> but I thought we were good parents. We're Superman uh, and Lois. What if I use this little Legion button to call them like, earlier that they gave me? So yeah, Saturn Girl, just to wrap this issue up before we like... Sorry, we're getting into like, you know, logistics of time travel. <laughs> Jonathan's death in front of his parents. Uh, <laughs> Superman gets wow. a little Legion button, right? To communicate with him. Yep. And then he's obviously really sad. But those like, Superman's like feeling so much emotion right now, right? Like this crazy, his son's leaving him for God knows how long. Who knows what's going to happen mm-hmm. to him, right? And all this <laughs> stupid robot can fucking say is temporal anomaly, anomaly functionality no longer detected. Superman, like, he doesn't even pay attention to him. He's like, shut up. He just looks down into his hand at, like, thinking about his son. Why couldn't K- like, to be like, man, that sucks. Your son is gone. Why don't we talk about it? No, he's like, hey, that thing that you no longer see, like, I don't, it's not there anymore, <laughs> asshole. The thing you no longer see is no longer there. Uh, <laughs> would you like any more obvious information <laughs> use for you so so is, is this how Kellex always has been that's why Bruce beat the hell out of him or did after Bruce break him this is the new fix this is all he can do is just like that's why Superman's so depressed he's like god damn it this <laughs> robot's just any not anymore. he can just tell you what just happened oh my god baby uh. Uh, speaking of what just happened, <laughs> Batman's Grave, number one, <laughs> written by Warren Ellis, uh, pencils by Brian Hitch, inks by Kevin Nolan, and colors by Alex Sinclair. I don't know why I said it like that, but, you know. I don't like, know either. He sounds like a good guy. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> this one, I I didn't know what to think. I didn't know this was coming out. Mm-hmm. I just happened to see it this week. Like you said, I don't know if we've ever touched on this, but Mike likes the likes reading all about what's coming up. Like goes right, you go yep. through all the stuff, all the what do they call them? The solicitations. solicitations. Yep. Likes to read ahead, find out what's going on. I don't really follow anything outside of just what books come out every week, and. uh yeah, so it's kind of like a, a contrast of views. I think that's why our conversations go so well, maybe. But uh, this book I didn't know anything about, but I like Warren Ellis. And uh, Brian Hitch's art's pretty good most of the time. Except for when he's drawn covers, I guess. <laughs> why, it's, when he's drawn covers? Is it, is it his cover, right? Yeah, is it? Yeah, that that's a terrible Batman on the cover. Okay. You don't yeah. you think that's a good looking? I guess Batman. the Batman's pretty bad, yeah. Everything else looks Everything amazing. Else is great. But look at the size of that, like his head versus like that yellow pouch on his waist. <laughs> He's got a giant uh, uh, like, battering gun. 
like the thickness of his arms to like the size of his pectoral muscles. Like his chest is like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just not a very good anatomy. Is not his strong suit, I suppose. But so, did you have any impressions of this? Did you know anything about this book coming up? Well, no. All I knew was the solicitation, and I've <clears throat> we actually I we had re- I think you had even read it a while ago, right? And the description of it was talking about Batman's death and whatnot, and. I think both of us had thought it was like this is just gonna talk about Batman's death, really. <clears throat> it didn't. I did not realize this is what it was, even from the solicitation we read a few months ago. Yeah. Right. So yes, I wouldn't have picked it up originally until, when you said Batman's grave that you wanted to try reading it. And I was like, yeah, why not? Let's give it a try. I saw it as a number one, and then I saw Warren Ellis, and yeah. I was like, well, I mean, can you go wrong? Can you can go you? wrong? <laughs> and it turns out you might be able to. Well, because... I mean, it's supposed to be a, a murder mystery. So I don't know if it will history last the whole time, because I was a little confused by the end of this. I was confused where it said, like, Alfred's coming out here once a week to clean these graves, right? <laughs> but they're really dirty for one do, week. He doesn't do a good job. No, he doesn't do a very... Like, he's cleaning scum off of Martha Wayne's. He's like... <laughs> you notice he only cleaned Martha Wayne's grave? Well, if you look at the page, like, when he's walking up to him, there is a lot of schmutz, like, all over her... Yeah. There's not so oh, much on. Much that wasn't uh, shadow. No, because look, he's cleaning that off. Like he's got Windex later, and it looks oh, like it's yeah, gotten okay. less. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought so too, but I don't think so, Mike. I think that's. Uh... And then look how big the weeds are. He's like out there every week, but he's like, eh, I'm gonna wait another week for this weed to get a little bigger. <laughs> then I'm gonna dig it up. No use in digging up the small weeds. <laughs> I don't know. So what you're talking about is he comes out every week to clean the graves, and you got Thomas, Martha, and Bruce's grave. Which I think they assumed Bruce was never going to get married, even no. as a child, because <laughs> they gave him a grave, but not. Well, they were anti-vaxxers or whatever, so they never immunized <laughs> him. So they figured he was going to be dead at nine or something. <laughs> so they're anti-vaxxers; they know that he's going to die. Yeah, they're like, "He'll, he'll be dead at 12 because yeah, they're yeah. not—they're the strange kind of anti-vaxxers. They don't believe in it, but they know they need them for their kid to live longer. They know this doesn't work. They're like, "Who wants a kid to live around before, like until like?" No, I thought they were just, they're only cute until they're like 10 or 11. Then <laughs> then they're just nothing but a hassle. Yep. So, you know. You know, views in this podcast may not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> represent the uh, people in the podcast. <laughs> may not be representative of those actually saying these things, but <laughs> it could be a bit. Who knows? So, yeah, you're right. They have, they bought a great uh, headstone for their child as well. They're like, that's it. All three of us are going to fucking be buried together. <laughs> But that's uh, Alfred's uh, whole thing is he's going to see that grave filled before he dies. Right? Yep. That's what it is. Yeah, that's the whole thing. And he touches Bruce's grave. And so uh, he's expecting him to die, or he already had died, and this is in the future. Yeah, I don't know. But so it kind of goes, picks up with like the classic Batman crime, crime alley after a movie. Yep. People getting held up, and uh, Batman comes and saves the day. I don't know if it's important to point out that they're like a same-sex couple. I didn't even notice that until Batman said, Mr. and Mr. Like, you know what I mean? Mr. and Mr. What did he say? No, officer, no he doesn't, because he says Officer, officer, officer Gwyn and, and Mr. 
Yeah, but I knew Officer Gwen was a male. Oh, but I didn't like, like it didn't register that. with me until like I was like, oh. But then I was like, why'd they put that in there? Were they trying to make a hate crime out of it? I don't know. I think it was just it's just a couple. It doesn't get brought up later. You say it does or it doesn't? It doesn't. No, yeah, I don't think it, I don't I don't think at all. It was just they're there. Oh, okay, yeah. Right, I just but it was... what I what point what I did notice what it point felt weird to me was it says and one of us said this movie's got a clown poster on it. We'll take the baby to see that one, and then the clown ate a kid's face. Right? It's just like it's a she's really hard movie. Happen. Yeah, they that didn't look at the like rating. Twelve, and he's holding her at least in that one oh. panel. <laughs> that didn't bother you that they didn't check the rating. They just went off like the clown. <laughs> well, and did you notice the name of the movie? That is that instead <laughs> of it. Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't notice that. Great. So it's a clown movie called That. <laughs> <laughs> clown movie called That. You're right. I didn't notice that. Uh, I was obsessed see. with the fact that that kid, at least in that one panel, looked like was way she was way too old to to not know what was going on. Yeah, and they t- yeah. So hey, let's go see a clown movie. For, what, what's it that. rated? What's it about? It's like me reading a comic book. What's it about? <laughs> what's it gonna do? Yeah, but you're not. I don't like this. To to, you, okay, you didn't just buy the Joker book, the Joker, the Joker you're the villain, and hand it to your supposedly baby kid to read it's yeah yeah just read it you know i heard there's a dog in this it's good stuff it's good stuff you know what i mean and then Mm -hmm. watch the dog get shot and then well yeah so batman starts handing out his you know his own brand of justice right he's like (laughs) beating the shit out of these guys in the alleyway these skinheads but get like he kicks this one guy in the skull and busts like three or four teeth out of his face but his head is completely on backwards now from this right i thought that too but like his whole body is turned around right because that's his left that's his left hand over there like it spins his whole body around i thought the exact same thing at first when you when you saw him like he's splitting his head either way he, he twists his body by kicking. either way this guy is not walking, <laughs> he's not walking ever like... again like the spinal injury along with, like, the concussion that he's suffering. <laughs> and Batman has this look of, like, pure determination on his face while he's kicking this fucking skinhead right in the chops. Yep. And there's a... Ah, oh, man. It's like that thing. It's like, Batman's not going to kill you, but he's not going to, like, let you walk away either. You're not going to have a very enjoyable life. No. You're not going to have an enjoyable life at all. You're going to wish he killed you, which is such a weird... <laughs> way to go about like oh man I'm so angry like I could practically kill anybody but I won't I'll just bring them to the brink of death and make them wish they were dead That'll make <laughs> but me I did feel kill good. them so I got a moral code but yeah this and then this book kind of shifts into a it go, he gets a 911 call like he's helping out it, this is where it shifts into the detective murder mystery right yep and uh, so he gets big, to this big change he, yeah it's a very it just really sweeps was. right into now I'm a detective helping I'm, I'm like <laughs> murdering kicks a guy's face twists his head around and it, hey. I'm murdering gang members in an alley to like <laughs> I'm helping a lady with a small child and an elderly man in a rundown apartment you know yeah but a guy, uh, a guy who died who could have just possibly died of natural causes but he knows it's gonna right. be something bad and that and the one then He's like, it smells in there, man. And Batman's like, what smell? The guy's like, rotten meat, eggs. And I don't know if he was saying crap was one of the smells or he's saying crap. Like, you like, know. Right? Because he says rotten meat, eggs, crap. You know, the smell. So is he saying, like, I smelled rotten meat, eggs, and shit? And then he's telling him, you know, the smell? Or he's like, I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I th- that's how I took it at first, but I don't know. Or you could just say crap, you man. Smell. You know the man. Oh, come on, man. You don't. You know. You know, Batman. You know the smell of death. And like he's so scared to just. Say, it smelled like death, right? Yeah, that's basically what you're saying. Why is this guy dancing around that? Like, come on, know. man. Shit, keep it on the DL, man. It smells <laughs> like a dead body. <laughs> Batman be like, how? What? How do you know what that smells like? And he like breaks that guy's neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's Batman. He's afraid. Like you said, he has no qualms about beating the hell out of people. So he... oh, he's just one word away from like getting punched by <laughs> right in the stupid face for saying something stupid. Batman has no quarrel. With, like... It should be a Batman story. Maybe that's what Tom King was going for. Any single word. He, he, when he broke the bat by making him beat up anybody that's, that looks at him wrong. Right? He's just got a bone to pick with everybody now. Society in general. <laughs> So yeah, this guy's dead on a bed. But the interesting thing being there's a bunch of newspaper articles about Batman. Looks like he was obsessed with Batman. Yep. Batman pulls out this super CSI bullshit right here. Yep. Where he like scan the room, right? Yep. What does he say? He said what does he say to Running emulator scan? Running emulator scan. So he's gonna emulate the scan or the emulating the room, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Running the scan emulator. Like, he had to create a separate emulator for his uh, handheld uh, PS Vita and uh, emulate and a scan like, program. It looks like he's pointing the screen and not the lens at everything, so I don't know. Is that a square lens or a screen? Like, we can't tell. <laughs> I don't know. Because when he pulls it out, it looks like it's got the, le- the lens on that, I guess, but they didn't draw the lens in the second time. There's lots of detail in this book, but they forgot to put the lens in. No, yeah, no. so, and then he makes a few notes about how, like, everything's clean, the hand's clean, the sink's clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's going to head back to the Batcave, you know. And then we get to another interesting thing going on here. <laughs> Alfred's getting drunk. This dude's <laughs> just like, fuck it, dude. Yeah, because Batman asks, hey, have you been drinking? And the bottle's half empty. <laughs> and, like, so, yeah, it easily could have been the one drink in the night. And but- he's... And he's got his feet up on the table. Like, I think Alfred cleans. Like, if anybody else had their feet on the table, you think Alfred's going to let them do that? <laughs> no, he's going to be like, get your goddamn feet off the table, animal. But this, what he says, like, he says, are you drinking? His answer is like, you should have one too, Master. <laughs> this is the second book in two weeks where DC has, like, told me drinking is going to make me sleep easier. Because he says, take one too, Bruce. You're going to, it makes me sleep easier. Then remember Harley Quinn was like, couldn't get to sleep. Yep. And she's like, I, st- I turned to the bottle. Yeah. Wasn't proud of it, but it worked. So that's two weeks in a row. Just like, so those last then, two weeks you started drinking every night to go to sleep? Just to be, yeah, because I emulate what I see. <laughs> you I'm emulate like, what you yeah. see. But yeah, but the way he Bruce, is, and you're drinking. I just picture Bruce like, oh, and you're drinking again. This is why I go out and I punch people. <laughs> and that's kind of what they talk end up talking about, right? Because like, you, you drink, out, I punch people. Yeah. You, you punch people so I drink, you dickhead. And so, I don't know, they have a little heart-to-heart. But then Bruce is like, screw you, Alfred, I got work to do. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to, like, hang out with him. You know, he considers him his father, and he can't sit here and talk to him for a few minutes. And so this goes, now he's, he docks his, like, little emulator scanner, right? Yep. <laughs> he's got this cool, and it turns, like, it recreates. It's kind of like the X-Men where they have that room yep. where they can, like, train. I thought that was really cool. I like that. I was going to ask you, how'd you feel about this? Because this is where it, like, it turned into like an episode of CSI uh-huh. to me, where it was like, 
But then I kind of I, I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah, aren't you the one that always talks about your wish it would be go back to detective stories? I do, but then like where it went, where like he, like the whole thing, I can only become the victim. That's what like the whole thing was, right? He can't see the ki- he can't become the killer. Yeah. He can only become the victim, and then it like turns into literally he becomes the victim. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was weird. I thought that was just weird. I like the detective aspect of everything, but I thought it was just strange how like it because it even took me for a loop of like why is that dead body talking? And I was like, oh, that's Bruce can only see what happened through the eyes of the victims because yeah. that's what he is, mm-hmm. right? And he has a very house moment, I guess, to like just keep going off the of sitcoms that I used to watch. <laughs> uh, where, like, there's just an epiphany out of nowhere, right? Something kind of unrelated. Yeah. He's like, what did you want? Uh, oh, my God. Uh. He, like, runs out of the house, but he's like, how long was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, I know he was in there like, it's morning now, and, like, Alfred isn't drinking. He's, like, he's still thinking, like, Alfred's going to be, like, you know, swinging from the chandelier, like, half naked. <laughs> but he gets out there, and, like, everything's all cleaned up and put away. He's like, oh, my God, uh, how many days has this been? But this is another reason why Alfred drinks, because how many times did he, before he went to bed, like after he's swinging from the chandelier drunk, opens the door to go see Bruce Wayne, hey Bruce, are you done yet? And in Bruce's mind, he's the corpse, lying on the bed, walking around, but it was a tiny room, so he's just standing there staring. Like as, it's like, it's as like the Bruce Matrix, he's just like in a chair, like jacked into something, like, he's just like some drooling corpse in the middle of a chair, like, oh god damn it, he's thinking again. Or is he walking around lying down, acting like a corpse, and making the gurgling sounds and stuff like that, or, like, what is Bruce actually doing? Oh no, but then, his epiphany, he's, you know, takes the time to get dressed up like Batman again, though, to go out of the house into the... Of course, right? He's not just going to go fight crime as Bruce. But maybe if a bent Leviathan pans out, he will. So as he runs but, away, he goes, Alfred, how long, long was I thinking? Does he, do you think he goes and wakes Alfred up to say, Alfred, I'm leaving? Does he have the courtesy <laughs> to tell him? Hey, Dad, and, I'm going out. And to get a fucking answer to his question, <laughs> how long was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, what time is it? Look at the damn clock. <laughs> He's the world's greatest detective, but he forgot to check what time he went into the room. And like... <laughs> can't even backtrack time either like all right if the clock says this it couldn't have been more than yeah i mean come on bruce <laughs> we've already established detectives in the dc universe are not very good so world's greatest is detective is not saying much well like he can figure out the hard stuff he just can't see the simple stuff that's what it's pointing out like he's so smart it's too smart to see. it's like a you know where like data can't like in Star Trek, he can't think of, like, he can't come up with the simple answers or something. <laughs> he can only see, like, the black and white. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, Batman, his whole epiphany is, like, the killer's still in the apartment. Yeah. And he's in the floorboards, and it's Stephen Wright. Oh, I was going to say, it's uh, a bald Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, or Hatchet. Like, what's this guy, Hatchet Face? He's got, like, a nice like big hatchet wound in his head. Well, then so, the thing was, like, yeah, so it's the killer. So, with, with the fact that Bruce was thinking of you know pretending himself as it as the killer i was thrown off like is this really a guy talking now or is this him in his mind and then if you go back to the the, the zombie or not zombie <laughs> the uh corpse as he's lying there it looks like he looks bald too and looks like his orange hair or red hair so i was thrown off like is it supposed to be someone else or not and i guess it is right it's the killer because he's wearing the bow tie he looks like jimmy olsen so you're saying the guy in the floorboards is actually the guy that was dead, and the guy that's dead is actually the killer? Well, no, I was thrown guy- off. No, no, I was thrown off. I think, I, I think, you're like, I think it is the killer. Like I finally just went with, oh, that is the killer underneath the floorboards. 
That was his friend. The that guy was that his friend, friend. Which I think were more than friends because the way they were talking about it because he doesn't want to leave the bed. Right? Everything was still the way it was in the room. Uh, you couldn't take the bed with you. The bed you sat on, you couldn't take the feeling with you. Or at least in his yeah. mind, they were more than friends. Right? And so... Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But it, it just threw me off because like, they drew this guy to look so much like the corpse. At least in that one shot. It, it threw me off for a second. Yeah. But I'm saying it didn't throw you off then. No, I thought it was the killer because he had that big wound yeah. in his head. It was obviously like I thought it was a different guy. But then what's the uh, the mystery for the rest of the story then? That's 11 issues to figure. <laughs> that's what I was like, what? They found the killer in the first issue? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't leave you wanting to come back for more. But see, I want to come it, back for more because I'm very curious what the rest could be. <laughs> no, but I'm not, not for the reason they want. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> it didn't set, like, it wasn't a very big reveal for me at the yeah. end. And I was kind of weirded out by, like, that whole, I'm the victim. I can only become the victim. I don't know. That really threw me for, I didn't like it. Well, the concept of who Batman is? No. Just how he said that and then, like, how he had to become the victim and he had to do that whole walkthrough yeah. as the corpse. Like, that was just, it was too much. Like, seeing the process, I don't care about how he's a detective. I just want to see him do detective stuff you just want to see him you just want to see him ha I got it and they go punch someone well he did that anyway in this one ha I got it and then he ran like busted that door it's like the same thing happened but they showed something dumb in between so yeah just give me that but just don't try to be clever <laughs> yeah no I, I agree I don't know I, don't, I like that whole um, the CSI room though like I said it was it reminded me of what um, Snyder brought in in the new 52 where he mm -hmm. would project it in the room yeah. Right. Remember, he would sit there and he would talk to you. like he never had. No, to I like the. Never let I like that part. Anymore. But I didn't like him becoming the corpse. No, that was no, no, that was that, that was really weird. Like I said, that that actually threw me off because I'm like, okay, I, I got what was happening there, but then at the end when it looked the same and him, I don't know, him talking it through as the corpse was very weird. Very very weird. Hopefully, we can get away from this weirdness and be taken back into our normal reality by you sharing with us some news. You do. Um, you say it every single time. I ain't got much. I got something. I got one, like one thing. Twenty here. minutes. Yeah, and you just ramble on about nothing. <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, I was insane. So kind of so, kill off them audience numbers somehow. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to shit anyway because they've all already went online. Uh, so we should do this like at the old. end, <laughs> right? Um, I was gonna say, uh, Zoe Kravitz. They announced today, anyway. Zoe Kravitz will be uh, playing Catwoman in uh, the Batman and Robin Pattinson and. Uh, Matt Reeves, the Batman movie. Oh, that was the one where you said, like, Jonah Hill was going to be... Either, yeah. Yeah, either the Penguin either or the Riddler. Either Penguin or uh, the Riddler. <clears throat> and so who's going to be Catwoman? Zoe Kravitz. Who's that? Uh, Lenny Kravitz and uh, Lisa... Lisa, What was her name? Ah, uh, jeez, Lisa Bonet. His uh, oh, no, uh, daughter. She been in anything else? Uh, she been in a bunch of things. She's in uh, Big Little Liars right now. I'm not sure. I haven't seen much on her at all. She's done some voiceover work. Oh, all right. Should be. All right, cool. Yeah, I know. Uh, so. It hasn't fully been announced. It's one of those uh, rumors, but it's like, every media outlet 
no, hey, it has got, it's more than just a rumor, it's, you know, hey, she, she was up in the running, and people have been talking about her for a while, but now they've definitely said it's going to be her, and, you know, more people, usually when it's like one site that pops up, and says, eh, this is who it's going to be, uh, you're like, eh, what's the real story, but there's like a million places saying, nah, it's announced, but not announced, you know what that means? It right, seems, well, seems pretty so reliable. There will be a Catwoman in the movie, though. So Yeah. <clears throat> okay. But it does sound like there's going to be lots of villains. It, so- it sounds like it's going to be... He goes through Arkham, right? And so you're oh, going to see right. 50 different yeah. villains. Is that even going to be... Uh, <sighs> well, that I don't know. But just from the little bits you read about it, that's what it sounds like. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, to continue the movie news, Joker made almost $200 million over the first two weekends. Uh, U.S. and 500 million globally, and there are some people saying it might actually get to a billion dollars. Wow, which would be kind of crazy. And it once again proves that like DC can only make a movie if it's like just an independent movie in of itself. Like, uh-huh. st- stop trying to connect it to everything else. Stop trying to make it like, yep, like Marvel. Just do your own thing, like you've been doing before, and just make movies like because they're movies instead of like. Well, it has to have this, and it has to be like this, because this is the way it has to be. Yep. Like, no, just make a goddamn movie, and then see what happens. I, I think the big thing is, Marvel already did it, so everybody's just, just going to compare it to that. And it's like, it, it, there's not much to those movies, but they do a really good job of connecting everything, and making them fun, and feel like one thing. If WB just sticks to, like you said, get a director, and get the director to uh, to have a story they want to tell, and let them tell their story, they seem to do pretty well with it. Yeah, like with this one, it didn't even have to be a Joker story. It was just yep. like, here's a property. Now make a movie. Like it, like yep. does it have to be just like every other? No, just make a. Here's a property. Now make a movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like okay. Well, <clears throat> the whole thing started. To, the funny part is now they want they they oh the other piece of rumor they uh, want to, apparently they want to make a uh, Lex Luthor movie where he becomes president with no Superman. He's just a myth. Hmm. But that's again a one rumor that somebody, some executive probably brought up and said, "Hey, Joker's doing well. Let's keep doing this." But the funny part about that is Todd Phillips had to spend a year convincing WB to make this movie, and I was like, "Let's do more." <laughs> it's like, hold on. Yeah, I heard there's already going to be like a Joker two now. Like, uh, no, I mean, if there is, it's WB doing it. Todd Phillips uh, said, "Look, basically when it started, he goes, I want to make a movie that's a um, character study. I don't want to make a superhero movie, but this is what people want to see. So I'm going to." meld the two together right and do a movie that I want that people are going to watch and so yeah. and he said I don't want to make a sequel now, that's not what this is for then you get Breaking Bad the movie on Netflix but yes <laughs> it doesn't mean it won't happen right and if it does happen yeah. hopefully they just I, I would like to just see this Joker added to other movies Joker we'll 7 Joker in Space oh see that's what I want <laughs> Joker it's I want we want to get to Joker in Space that's <laughs> Please franchise this Joker until he ends up in space. Joker Space really was at the 90s uh, Jumping the Shark for movies, wasn't it? Which was Jason in Outer Space. Jason in Space, Leprechaun in Space. Oh yeah, Leprechaun went to Outer Space too, didn't yes, he? Yes, Leprechaun went to Outer Space. That's good stuff. That's awesome. Um, Wonder Comics is adding an Amethyst ongoing with Amy Reader writing it, writing and drawing it. Now I'm not sure who she is, but... Uh, Amethyst has been a big character in the uh, Teen Titans book not the Teen Titans the Young Justice books so they're writing a new one okay yep <laughs> just threw that out there I was writing these down as the uh, week was going on cool story bro what's up I said cool story bro <laughs> anyway the one the one that you might be interested in uh, 
most likely because Harley Quinn and the well, the Birds of Prey movie is coming out. Uh, Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti will be re- rejoining the Harley Quinn comic book world and writing a black label four issue miniseries of Harley Quinn oh. and the Birds of Prey. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah. Only because of the black label, because there were so many jokes that they, they innuendoed uh-huh. so much stuff to where it's like, oh, and they could just tell the jokes. Yep. I think that'll be kind of cool. That's actually neat. That's not. It could be because of the movie, or it could be because the new team is just doing terrible on Harley. So they're like, uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> it's like getting Tunyon to get back on Batman. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. My guess is a combination of both, because there's because the Harley Qu- the birds there's a new Birds of Prey comic out coming out, and it's going to be that cast, right? And so it's the same cast as the movie. It's just the synergy they're doing. But I thought it was interesting. There's going to be this one with Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti coming back, and they said they're going to bring their whole their whole cast of characters back with uh, what was the name? The Red, Red Tool. Tool. And the, <laughs> the egg and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so the Cosmonut. Awesome. <laughs> Cosmonut. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good That's stuff. pretty great. So, all right. that's all I got with that. But, I've got a game. <gasps> the game with no the name? game with no name. Sweet. <clears throat> it's always the... hard for me to start these. I know. What's the title of the book? The title is Replica. 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 <clears throat> Alright, let me clear my throat here. <clears throat> Alright. Meet Trevor Cart. Damn, I screwed that up. Oh, here yeah. we go. <clears throat> <Just kidding. laughs> what is it? Tiger face. <laughs> Lion face. Lemon face. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Meet Trevor Carter, a con artist who sells fake designer handbags to tourists on the streets of a major metropolitan city. When he is diagnosed with a rare, incurable disease, he decides there can, can't be any harm in finally using his botanical sciences degree for once for once, and grow a strain of herbs in the oregano family to sell as marijuana, right? Unfortunately, the local cartels don't see things the same way. Written by Eisner Award winner, winning author Paul Jenkins and art superstar Andy Clark, this monthly series promises to be fun, daring, adventurous, adventurous and most times quite offensive. So he's going to grow fake weed instead of just real weed? <laughs> Apparently. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but he's using his uh, botanical sciences degree to do it. But, like, why would he just grow actual marijuana then instead of, like, oregano marijuana to upset them? Anyway. Because it's not legal in that town. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they're, not, they're not progressive yet. Right, they're not, two. like, any major metropolitan city that exists today. Okay. <laughs> number two. Meet Trevor Carter, the well-renowned astronaut who was the first person to successfully return from a solo mission to the event horizon of the nearest black hole to Earth. Just because he actually went through the black hole and not to the edges, Trevor doesn't see any reason to report this to his superiors or his wife. Even though his, this version of his wife is left-handed instead of right-handed, he assumes everything on this replica of Earth is close enough to his own to live the rest of his life normally. Unfortunately, he doesn't know just how different this place different this place really is. Written by Eisner Award-winning author uh, Paul Jenkins and art superstar Andy Clark, this monthly series promises to be fun, daring, adventurous, and most times quite offensive. So is, isn't that what happened in that movie, Event Horizon? <laughs> is it? I don't know. I think so. I haven't seen that movie in forever, but yeah, yeah they, I, I don't seen it know. Forever, yeah. Something about a spaceship. Something they went on there Horizon. and then. Shit started getting real weird. <laughs> yeah. It All, did. Right. Okay, All right. Okay. So the next replicas. one. The last one here. 
Meet Trevor Carter, an Earth-born peacekeeping agent on the intergalactic hub known as the Transfer. When Trevor's already near-impossible assignment becomes a bit too much for the errant detective, he turns to the only logical approach, replication. More of a good thing can't hurt, right? A single clone could be helpful. Unfortunately, the replication process doesn't go as planned. Written by Eisner Award-winning author Paul Jenkins and art superstar Andy Clark, this monthly series promises to be fun, daring, adventurous, and most times, quite offensive. Is, isn't that just what happened in that movie, Multiplicity, with <laughs> Michael Keaton? <laughs> so, have we gone from, like, you coming up with, like, these genius movie ideas to you just, like, biting movies that have already happened? <laughs> oh, no. Or is it because, like... I didn't pick that one that was just like The Matrix, so you're like, no, I'll write all these movies like other movies, so he'll think they're the real ones. Uh, because why? What were one... the other movies here? Uh, I said Event Horizon. You mm. said the word Event Horizon, yeah. and that one that I said might be like that movie. So, so what would the first one have been? Uh, you didn't say Half-Baked, so maybe I'll just go with... Uh, I'm going to pick number one. You're going to pick number one? Just because it says you're going to have fun in the series, and none of those other ones sounded fun, but somebody <laughs> making fake weed sounds like it would be a fun book. Uh, final answer? Yeah. Yeah. And I win again. God damn, you're good at this. <laughs> so that one I was going with, Breaking Bad. Oh, Breaking Bad? Okay. Uh, I was trying to be like, this is going to be too much like Breaking Bad. Well, All right. Multi- so when, it's not so now that you've lost, it? and let's see what the score is here. Uh, 11 to 5. 11 to 5 now. Let's see. I'm just updating my note here because I don't want to get it wrong see, again. Before revealing the answer, you want to uh-huh. update your note? <laughs> yep. <laughs> like so, everybody playing along, they're like, well, he's going to finish up. updating his notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, because I want you to choose which one of the other two. My, it's going to be number three, right? Yeah. Why? It's just. <laughs> just multiplicity. It's just that movie with what's Kevin? What's the guy's name? With, no, it's Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes, it was just multiplicity. That's why I had to write one. Like the second, the first one I wrote was really just uh, Breaking Bad, and then the other one, what I don't even remember what I was trying to go with there. Jesus Christ, Mike! You're good <laughs> at this, or I'm terrible at picking. Uh, but no, if you. Anybody out there has a better score than me against Mike? I want to know about it. <laughs> Yeah, let us know. I'm very curious what the scores are. Because yeah, anybody like, out there I read that, I go, Mike. oh my god, that's just multiplicity. I gotta come up with something else that's not. Oh, you're good. And then what you do, you learn from my mistakes and then like make everything harder yep. the next week. God. Pretty much, that was the plan. I, I had to write no, one no. that was very like, sounded just as dumb as that one. <laughs> I couldn't think of a third one that was dumb. I kind of like my uh, second one, the uh, astronaut one. That was pretty good. You do have an advantage in this game, though. It is harder for me than it is for you. What? Because there's two? Well, that too, but like also just the way you learn every week and oh. like make it so... I have like I, I don't know. You make it harder every single week <laughs> by knowing how I'm going to like vote or think. Yep. So. All right. Well, that was fun as always. Just like... The fun we have here every week on Four Color Ultrasound. <laughs> it sounds like and you had fun there. I'm just like the fun we have every week. Like the fun that is enjoyed here every week. There you go. On Four Color Ultrasound. Why don't you come back next week for some more fun? Until that week and until that fun. 
Goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, dear. <laughs> Retire.